Uh, but yeah, I, uh, when is the last time we, uh, uh, ran into each other? Was oh, it, gosh, some was convention. it then? Was it actually the Crunchyroll, was that Crunchyroll Expo? Yeah, that was Crunchyroll Expo maybe, oh my goodness, three, four years ago, something like that. It was a while uh, ago. Yeah, it was the first Crunchyroll Expo, and all of us, the, the Dream Daddy team, and you, and Octopimp, all uh, went to the Winchester Mystery House and did a tour, and Octopimp was wearing his uh, hentai shirt, and That's right. we did, I didn't realize what it was until we started getting looks. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, that I was a remember. good time. That was a crazy. That was a crazy experience. That whole it, Winchester house. It was. It was fascinating and a fascinating story. But I, I definitely remember it was just before you moved to LA, and uh-huh. you were kind of on the cusp of just starting to foray into voiceover, and mm-hmm. you had yeah, and then you just blew up when you got here. Um, it's, well, I mean, you speak for yourself. I mean, oh. you also have been doing quite well. <laughs> Thank um, you. It's been a wild couple of years for us, you know? Yeah, that's true. And Because um, uh, you've been out here a while, right? Yeah, I was actually born and raised in L.A. And I did the oh, whole okay. child actor thing. So I was oh, in gotcha. Barbie commercials and an episode of Full House. Uh, and then I hit my sort of real awkward teens. Uh, I did a lot of theater and violin and UCLA. And then on the other side of education, I was like, no, nah, I want to do acting again. Uh, and so got back into all of that. And mm. I think like for you too, we kind of fell into internet things and nerdy things. Yeah. We kind of just fell into it. It just happened, right? Sure, sure. I just... I feel like there were opportunities that I was kind of getting to create for myself online that weren't happening in traditional Hollywood. It was hard. I was getting a lot of sort of Japanese woman number two auditions or, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm not fluent in completely fluent in Japanese. So that uh, sort of excluded me from a lot of roles. Um, And then, you know, online, you can just kind of create the things that make you happy and People responded to that, and so that started taking off at the same time that voiceover started spinning up, and it's just been such a wild ride. When did did you, um, like, you were acting since you were a kid. Did that include any voiceover, or was that mainly on screen? It was all on camera, and I always Mm. loved, I mean, I grew up with... uh, you know, cartoons, loving cartoons and video games, but I never really considered, I knew it was a different skill set and one that would require separate training and Mm. quite frankly, more money to, you know, create a demo and, you know, Mm -hmm. classes. Um, And so it wasn't something that I thought to pursue until kind of, I don't, I think the tipping point was probably The Last of Us 1, where I was like, Mm. oh, I want to do that, specifically that. Uh, and then so I ended up taking voice lessons and getting a cheap mic and, you know, just like pursuing it in earnest. And sure. I just when was that out. around? Like what year? That was God. So Last of Us came out, I think it was 20. Was, was it 2013? Oh, my God. So oh, wow. We would have. So 2013, 2014 oh around goodness. then. Yeah, around then. And I didn't 
really sort of because I was still working a day job and I was still sort of doing and then and then hosting happened and I didn't really sort of I sort of count when I when I started with my agents two years ago as when mm-hmm. things really started happening because yeah. I was sort of I was very fortunate to because I sort of ran in the game developer circles um, they'd be like, "Oh, you have a demo, and you act like give me, give me your demo. I'll I'll put you in the casting pool," sure. um, and just got lucky enough that way to sort of slowly build a bunch of work. And then by the end of that, I was kind of booking union work on my own, and so mm-hmm. an agency was willing to take me on. And was I love a three? I love them there, and they are truly like a family and have done so much for me and then yeah I, I sort of count two years ago is when I started doing it full time ish um, and you've been doing it I mean it was kind of the same for you you yeah were, I was just about to yeah. say it's a little uncanny yeah I started professionally doing it 2014 oh my goodness uh, yeah 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 2014 and then I will say like two years ago I signed with my agency uh yeah, yeah. and I've been booking you know union stuff you know uh, since then, so it's been an interesting parallel. I feel like, uh, <laughs> and I I won't lie. That's part of the reason why I was like, you know, you know, we've you know we've gotten along well in the past. Yeah, I was like, you know, yeah. I I would it would be interesting to just have her on and just kind of like talk about that, like <laughs> like uh, yeah. I th- I think we also have. I mean, uh, you had more of an acting background as a child, which I mm-hmm. didn't. The only thing I ever did was like in like school plays or something. That I never I I didn't uh realize I wanted to act until high school. Oh, high that's school interesting. Where because uh, a friend of mine would write these radio plays and then we would start doing them uh like just for fun <laughs> as friends. Like we he we would actually record them with our shitty mics and like you know yeah. put, and he would actually edit them together, you know. And we, st- I still have some of those recordings, and that was when I was like, "Oh, this is something I want to do, actually do," and actually fell in love with the, uh, the craft. And then it was just a matter of, but how the fuck do I do that? <laughs> like, how, do, yeah. how do you get into that? Um, and everything I've done from you know on the internet, uh, has been leading up. It was all in a hopes of to get to this point. Um, I, I don't. I'm and I'm. Sh- I don't. I guess for you, it's a similar thing, right? Like yeah, you, you, you know, were like, I, I want to get there, and yeah. then it's just a matter of how do we get there? Well, we're just gonna we're just gonna work towards it. It's true, and and I think uh, that it's so cool hearing about that. Hearing you know, you sort of your early efforts just doing it for the love of the craft, and mm-hmm. I I'd love to hear those, and especially like compared to some of your work now. It's just, it's always wonderful to hear actors' early work because you're like, oh, they didn't start out brilliant. They just had to uh-huh. work to get there. And it's like really reassuring. Um, uh, yeah, for me, it was, yeah, a traditional Hollywood, there there are some mm. barriers in place for whatever reason, for, for access, for networking, for being a person of color. And so in, in some ways, we just had to create our own content. I was actually, I was in a Harry Potter improv group. And oh, wow. yeah, my, and that was just kind of for fun. And the coach uh, said, Oh, I'm doing, you like video games. I'm trying to create a video game YouTube channel. And we just need mm. somebody to kind of read the news, essentially. And so I showed sure. up 
And I was like, oh, well, my face is associated with this, so I'm going to rewrite this copy and take over directing and producing and location scouting and all this. Mm. And so, you know, I that channel never really went anywhere, but that was how I met a lot of people in gaming. That was how I met... Uh, Zach, who was show, who ended up becoming the showrunner for Geek and Sundry, and then years later, mm. when I, you know, visited set, he was like, "Oh, I remember your work with the, that other channel." Um, mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, we just have to kind of make those opportunities. And I think there's a real bias. I mean, I mean, it's, and I've seen you talk about this too, how sure. our work online as sort of internet. Personalities, huh. yes, yes, yes. Uh, is a bit of a double-edged sword, um, for sure. Absolutely. It puts us in a position where we have an incredible network and people are familiar with our work that way and we have some sort of name recognition in the realms that we want to be in. But sure. you, I, I know for a fact that there some people take uh, people who are internet famous less seriously because they didn't oh, yes. come up through the traditional ways. But I... I remember seeing your the first time I saw one of your videos on Twitter. I'm mm. like this guy's voice and just <laughs> it it wasn't just the timber and the quality. You have like a very pleasant voice, but you are an actor, you know? It's mm. and that people forget a lot of times that voice acting at the core of it is acting. You know, you have to have the acting sure. chops, you know, and not just be able to do character voices. Right. Um and so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, for me, I, uh, to my knowledge, and as far as I'm concerned, it has been nothing but sort of a blessing and a help in my sort of voice acting career. But I do know that there are a lot of YouTubers, uh, yourself included, that, you know, it can be a double-edged sword for. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, we, th- there's some stuff I might have to ask you after the episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, um, like, I, I, uh... I've, I think I've been fortunate that um, the times I have been, like, active, the it's actively hurt me are mm-hmm. pretty few. Only a few yeah, times. But, uh, and this is something I've, I've talked with other, with previous guests, like, both the idea of um, it kind of getting in the way, which um, I think I'm lucky in that when I, like, whenever I announce, like, a role... Mm-hmm. I don't get the the majority of people are pretty hyped about it. They're yeah. not like, oh, it's that guy. Like, uh, <laughs> like no, they they're uh, and I, at this point, um, uh, I I it seems pretty clear to most people that yes, I know how to act and yeah. I can and I can voice act. It's true. It's true. There is there is a difference. I know a lot of celebrity stunt casting doesn't always work out for sure. companies because you know it, it's it's not that they're like bad actors. It's just sometimes well, it's sometimes. Like a different skill. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it is, but it's a very specific skill set, and some sure. you can't rely on face you know facial uh, emotions, and and it's it's just very specific. And so, yeah. but yeah, I think you have definitely proven your chops and. I I don't know. I constantly have imposter syndrome, like the most mm. terrible sort mm. of self doubt. But I feel like at this point, I'm I'm getting cast uh, based on my performances as opposed to, oh, mm. like Erica is known the games community. But also, you sort of touched on too. Um, 
your community is fantastic and they they're really lovely and and I think you've done an incredible job of sort of curating it and yeah. uh you know calling out bad behavior but encouraging mm. good behavior and I feel the same for me I, w- I was very, oh, absolutely. very fortunate you know that yeah. My and, you know, I I credit a lot uh, Felicia Day and a lot of the early Geek and Sundry people with, you know, taking a hard line against uh, trolls and being very welcoming to uh, people that wanted this space. You know, a lot of people who feel like misfits or that they're too weird and geeky and passionate, like saw all of us doing that. And we're like, oh, that's cool. Like, I could I am cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really lovely. And they've been just so charitable and giving. I, you know, it's, I feel very, very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very important to me, like you've been saying, to, uh, I don't want, like, necessarily everyone to watch me or be a fan of me. Because yeah. if you're a shithead, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want you to, like, watch my stuff or like my stuff. I don't need, I, I'm sorry, I don't need your views or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think it goes even just beyond just, like, only, like, the worst of the worst. Like, you know, I, I you know, my on my Twitter, I'm pretty straightforward about, like, you know, even political stuff or whatever. I'm like, hey, yeah, this is how it is. And, you know, that's fine if you don't like it. But I, I'm not going to try to, uh, I feel like a lot of people play the the safe, for yeah, lack of a better I, word, centrist a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's very no, like, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I'm, I have no interest in that. You know, uh, if if you disagree with my political views, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm not going to like cater my my image or my personality. Yeah, you know, uh, I, to fit what you want necessarily. I I think that it's a privilege that I get to do that. Um, you know, I know a lot of other of my peers, you know, whenever they speak up about something, especially especially black women, honestly, mm. my, my friends who are black women, like they, they say anything and, and people will jump on them. Um, so it is my privilege to be able to be forthright about my political beliefs, about being queer, um, about just being silly and, sure. and even like, you know, posting somewhat spicy images, right? It's mm-hmm. Those are all things that would totally have gotten you blackballed back in the older days of Hollywood, yeah. you know? And I was kind of raised, you know, when, when I was doing more traditional on-camera stuff to be like, oh, you know, you don't want to talk about your politics. You don't want to, like, disclose, you know, your sexuality. You don't want to be too sexy. You have to sort of, like, cultivate an image that is, you know, at once alluring but but modest. And, mm. you know, you have to ride that line, as you said, being sort of palatable for the masses. But, uh, you know, you sort of got your start being like, I am passionate about anime. And, mm. you know, that was kind of considered, like, nerdy back, back, way back in the day. Sure, sure. Um, but just being open about who we are and our passions and uh, being vulnerable, I think, has done a lot towards creating a community of people that we want to hang out with. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think it's it, it what draws people to certain uh like people online is like if they're if there's a sense of oh yes that person is genuinely just this is who mm-hmm. they are uh instead of necessarily putting on like a persona of some kind yeah yeah i i feel lucky too that you know i can say something controversial or you know something like 
uh, human rights good. And <laughs> my community, like, responds very positively to that. And sure. anytime, like, somebody, I guess, searching hashtags or whatever comes in to the replies, my community will, you know, hold their own and, and speak up about it. And I'm so proud to see that. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, I, it's been good seeing game companies and a lot of media companies do that, starting to do that as well. Right. One thing I was going to touch on, we were talking about it a little while back, um, just, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'll be very brief, but, like, uh, the idea of, like, um, oh, the uh, YouTube fame or whatever, does it get in the way? Or mm-hmm. And I think some people might, like, you were saying you have, like, imposter syndrome of, yes. or sometimes of, like, oh, like, do people think I'm getting cast because of this as opposed to my actual ability? But uh-huh. I have been in several situations where, like, uh, I know, like, I'm in, like, let's say, like, the final two or the final three mm-hmm. for a role. Mm-hmm. And I know that if it was just based off, let's say, social media numbers or whatever, yeah, then I would have gotten it. And I didn't. Like, I made it that far, <laughs> which means I know I'm good enough to get to that point. But it's almost like kind of like okay, yeah. It's not just about uh, <laughs> about social media numbers. It's 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 humbling and also kind of like reassuring. Like yeah, that isn't gonna be enough on its own. Yeah, like yeah. the guy they picked. The guy they picked was exactly right. I was very close, but and I know for a fact. So I don't know. I I can't even think of. It's it's usually the opposite. You have to, and I've I've talked about this in a previous episode. But it's like for some people, if they know, oh, this guy's a YouTube guy. It's like. Okay. Let's see. And then it's, <laughs> it's like an uphill, you, more of an uphill battle. Yeah, you yes, you yeah. come into the booth sort of like, "I'll listen, I'll give you like two takes and you'll be you'll be reassured." And I have been yeah, told yeah. by at least like a couple like, "Oh yeah, I, I didn't want to send you the audition <laughs> because I didn't know who you were." And then as soon as you were as soon as I heard the audition back or heard you in the booth, I was like, "Oh, okay. All right, never mind." <laughs> like, yeah. 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 <laughs> And I appreciate That's, the honesty. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's it. So I have been lucky. It, I don't know if lucky is the right word because I would have liked to have gotten some of those roles or like right. not had people not had people have those like assumptions about me just before I came in. But hearing that stuff and experiencing that stuff, I'm like, no, yeah, I'm booking it because I I yeah I got the part yeah and yeah. I and, and so and so for you, I'm like. Oh, you're definitely booking because you're good. Like, if you were bad, like, first off, you would know. I mean, I would right. hope you would right. know. I was telling this to another guest. Like, you would know if you were just dog shit at acting, right? I mean, maybe. Like, you know, Dunning-Kruger effect, right? Like, the, the less you know about a thing, the more you just don't know that you don't know, I guess. But But, yeah, it's it's been... Good. Yeah, I kind of had that same experience sort of recently where, because, you know, I am very close with a lot of different people on, you know, like developers or uh, sure. casting people. And, you know, I heard, you know, I got one role like a while back and I was like, oh, like, it, did I just get this because, like, I know somebody? And then I heard internally that, like, the person that I knew on the team was the one that was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think we can find a better fit. And the rest of the team was like, no, 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 no. We want, we want this. We want Erica. And so I was like, oh, thank God. Hey. <laughs> Well, you know. that but hey, at least that yeah, goes. No, yeah, it's I true. can fucking it's, act. <laughs> it's true, and so I was like, okay, good. Um, and that means a lot coming from you. And God, like sometimes I'll hear like 
Tuca and Birdie is probably mm. my favorite cartoon ever now. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I cannot say enough about it's it, and I'm great. so glad it got renewed. But, like, I remember hearing you and hearing, and I'm like, is that? Mm-hmm. And then I saw the credits, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, oh, he's made it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and then so I'll cool. see you in, like, uh, uh, oh, what was, uh, like, the, the, the Marvel game. I'm like, wow. Oh my God. God, like, yeah. It's so, so it's they're definitely like um especially people I don't say I want to say especially cuz I I like all my friends and you know yes. like to like do well but there's oh, yeah. def, there's definitely like a soft spot for me for people who started online or started a voice actor yeah. started with their things online. Yeah. And me going, "Yo, you booked that?" Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> you do made it. it. And and then also you are Asian. That's like, yeah, even there's that too. You know, it's like I'm not hey. gonna lie. That's definitely one. Like, I mean, look, you're you're an amazing guy and you're an amazing actor. But there is a part of me that's like, yeah, also he's Asian and like <laughs> I love seeing. Like, it's there are. It's a, still a weird thing. And oh my god, that's a whole other discussion about sure. like audition, like Asians auditioning for Asian roles and being mm-hmm. Asian in voiceover. Where, I mean, I'm sure you still get people that say, you know, like, oh, well, it should just be whoever's right for the part, right? Especially mm-hmm. since this voiceover, since it doesn't matter what you look like. And, sure. like, just, just to cover that real quick, it's that, yes, absolutely, it should come down to who has the best voice for the part. But for if that's true, then why historically has have a lot of people of color not been able to be in the industry or play mm-hmm. the roles that are, that are supposed to be people of color? And, yeah. like, yeah, I look forward to the day that anybody can play anything. But for now, it's, you know... I, you know, there are times where people look at a last name and, you know, they'll sort of wonder, oh, does this person have an accent maybe, you know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, they might not, like, look like the character and that shouldn't make a difference, but, Mm. you know, it kind of does. And, you know, I, I'm very fortunate in that my agents, number one, will put me out for anything they think I'm right for, you know, Mm, they, mm. they just trust me. And number two, they are okay. They know that I don't want to do Latina or black or Mm. uh, like indigenous or roles for marginalized people that have traditionally not got, uh, not gotten as good as a shot as like an East Asian woman, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. But then also there's the line. It's like, Am I allowed to do Korean like roles and everything as long as you know I don't I, I, the character doesn't speak Korean or isn't it's not important to the story or like you know what point where's where's the line you know and it's I think I it's that. fine. I obviously everyone's gonna have a different opinion on that sort of thing. Like yeah, I like, think it's uh, personal comfort right now. I think it's more. I think a lot of a lot of Asian actors are just happy to see other Asian actors doing well. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so true. Yeah, like, you know. oh, my God. Yeah, I think there is this sort of, like, uno- not unofficial whisper network, because that sounds, like, really insidious. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, we all sort of really actively root for each other and mm. promote each other online. Or one thing that is always remarkable and wonderful to me about the voiceover industry is that... You know, people are constantly saying, uh, I don't know if I'm right for this. Have you met my friend so-and-so, mm. you know, or like, let me recommend to you other people mm-hmm. for this role. 
Um, and that is, you know, acting is very competitive. It is. But for voiceover, I have, and I don't know if you've also had this experience, but just people have been nothing but supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I would say nine, 90, mm-hmm. 95%. So, yes, it's a pretty good ratio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, is... they, listen, there are going to be shit talkers in any industry. So it's fine. <laughs> um, that's true. That's true. And also, I mean, um, I might just be more of a cynic than you are not to paint you a certain way but. <laughs> yeah. no i'm absolutely like a optimist like silver linings kind of gal <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that like i that, yeah. no that's i totally get that uh i wish <laughs> i wish i could be like that um, but no like again 95 percent. that's a pretty good yeah. ratio yeah, I mean, and but the thing is, when you hear about, I think like everybody knows if there's like somebody that's like not great to work with, or sure. somebody who's like a drama llama, then like everybody knows because it's the exception and not the rule. It's a very yes. very small industry. Yeah, it's. I mean, it it just comes across as if someone does have like a huge ego or is just an asshole. It's just like why? Because everyone talks to everyone, and like it, it, people <laughs> yeah. will know. Like, I don't know. And I think for some people, it just feels like, oh, well, I'm such top shit, I can get away with it. But yeah, it, can I can't only go, it can only go so far. It only goes know. so far, especially for voiceover, because, you know, they don't see our faces. And for the, up until sort of recently, we were extremely replaceable, you know? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. these days, it's like, you know, with with voice actors being more high profile, it's it's a little different. But, mm-hmm. you know, in in some ways, nobody is too valuable that they won't be replaced if they're if it's that bad you know i also cannot imagine getting to that point where i was that comfortable every day like every time before i start a new session i'm like oh god i hope they like me (laughs) uh i i i i don't have that anymore but I oh, think it, 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 no, 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 it, this is not me trying to be like, I'm so, oh, look no, at me. But you are no, no, no. confident. You've built up your self confidence to the point it where you're depends, not though. scared. It depends, though. Right? It Like, right. for example, like, um, uh, I, for a time, didn't have a lot of experience dubbing, right? So, like, oh. if I went into a dubbing thing, uh, like the first couple times, oh, yeah, then I was like, I hope I don't fuck this up because I have never really <laughs> done this before. Right. Um, yeah. Like, and then when I jumped in, I was like, oh, this is fun. And it's just kind of like a weird, like, not weird, but like a almost very, like, focused, you got to match it's the like lips, a- but ma- re- maintain the emotion. Like, it's 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 like a fun acting almost exercise. It's, it's a like, mini it's game. Like- it's like a mini game. Not to, like, d- dismiss it, of course, but it's just like, it. it I mean, it, it feels that same sort of uh, pocket for me as music, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, where yeah, yeah. it's like you have to hit the uh, rhythm of it, but then also the emotion of it, you know? And you're, like, working with somebody else's timing, but you still have to be lyrical about it. And it's a very tough skill set. And, like, anybody who does it and, like, oh, the guys that, like, you know, everybody who does it all the time is just, like, amazing watching them work. Because it's just, they can, like, nail it and rhythm and and still keep the emotion. And, ugh. It's like playing a three-player co-op game, rhythm game with you, the director, <laughs> yeah. and the engineer. It's like yeah. when you when you nail it, 
you're all just like, yes, like, oh, yes. And the engineer slides it in two seconds to the left, or one, two yeah, seconds, yeah. that'd be off, but like, yeah, you know, like, half mm-hmm. second to the left. <laughs> oh, yeah, got it. Yeah, it, yeah it's it like, is. massage it, and you see, oh, God. Engineers, like, also shout out to engineers, like, Hell now yeah. even, now more than ever, because they're working with people with different mics and booths or, like, doing extra work. It's just, they're, they were always the unsung heroes of voiceover, but now it's like, those people are just superstars. We have media right now because of engineers. Absolutely. Yeah, like, uh, I personally hate working from home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I because there's no engineer here. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, you really, when I do record from home, it's like, oh... I, really, I miss them. I miss those engineers. They are God, invaluable. Um, now, I did want to. Well, before I before I bring up anything else, uh, I like to give uh, the uh, the you the chance to bring up a topic or ask me anything if you'd like. If not, I got I still have things to talk about. But if there's wow. anything you would like to bring up or ask. If not, don't worry. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, there there's so much. Like, I totally want to, like, know everything about you. And, okay. You know, yeah. I'm sure well, there well, are well. things that you've already covered on the podcast before. But, I mean, just. Oh, I don't give a sh- Who cares about what, what's been covered? Yeah. I just want, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about what, that. What are your sort of dream roles, you know? Like, Ooh. do you want to, you want, I know you want to, and you would be amazing in, in on camera, uh, mm. you know, like, features, TV. Oh, my God. God, I want to see you in sitcoms. But, like, you know, <laughs> is it, like, you know, AAA video games or anime or uh, movies? W- what's your dream projects? I want to hear the exact same thing from you, but I'll go first. <laughs> yeah. uh, you want specific, like, franchises or like, just, no, like, in it, general? It can be anything, like, mm-hmm. like genres or franchises or mediums, mm-hmm. you know? It's interesting. Uh, I my goal was to voice act professionally, and I've gotten to the point where that was like the dream already. Like, wow. like one of my first union gigs was getting to do like a Cartoon Network thing, and I was like, "This is something I've been dreaming about my entire life." Like, I, wow. I is there anything that I even need to do after this? Um, so it, it was like it's like a thing where I just want to keep. If I, you know, I, you know, I'll see these, you know, I'll hear about like an actor like Tom Kane, for example, has been doing like 40 years. Ooh, and I'm like, yeah. if I can just have a career in voiceover that lasts that long, uh, like I can just do the because I this is my it is my favorite thing to do. I yeah. like in the world when I'm in a booth getting to act uh, and I like, you know. I have very little experience with live action stuff. Like the the most I've done, I did a thing called Anime Crimes Division uh, with. Uh, yeah, Jump. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it was, that was like that was a whole like actual like you know, uh, film shoot, and that was a mm-hmm. that opened me up to like okay, yeah, I I would. This was so much fun and so like terrifying in its own way to like do because you got to memorize all the line you know for you you're like oh but for me as a voiceover (laughs) actor i'm like i gotta memorize all these lines and i gotta (laughs) do stuff while i'm doing the lines 
Like this. Sucked. What do I do with Not my gonna, hands? Yeah, like gotta <laughs> think about my face. Like, yeah. it was so terrifying to me. And so when I I, I was talking to Freddie before, I was like, I don't. Are you sure? You, like me? I don't know. Like I guess. And he was like, Trust me. You. I know you will do fine. And then it turned out to be like fine. Yeah. No. Like your timing is just so good. Like. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm a fan, man. Well, I, uh, well, I appreciate. I appreciate it. And as far as uh, live action goes, it's not like yeah. a dream of mine. Except I'm partially lying. There is one bucket list. If if. If I get to do, I mean, listen, any acting I love to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, th- I don't see myself becoming like a big live action star. That's not a dream of mine. If okay. it's somehow, but I never thought I was going to be in YouTube either. Right? Who the, <laughs> right? who the fuck knows at this point? But yeah. okay, I will say to you, there is one <gasps> live action thing that, and you kind of touched on it. Uh, uh, if I can only be in one live action thing and that's it for the rest, it's to be a regular in a really good sitcom. Like a oh. like, like when I see stuff like The Office, Arrested Development, you know, mm. uh, and see and just like just how much fun they're having with some of the <laughs> best writing ever. That that has been like a that's like a uh, what the fuck do you call it. Uh, a, why am I blanking on this? What kind of a dream that is impossible? Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, the pipe, uh, pipe, pipe dream. dream, pipe dream, pipe dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a dream that is hard to get. Uh, yeah, a pipe yeah. dream for yeah. sure has been like, oh, if I could, if I could do that, that would be enough, and I would be satisfied, like to yeah. be able to to play in that in a that space, and you know. Because I love the camaraderie of like the the like with Anime Crimes Division, everyone felt like a family. Like right, uh, yeah, you know, the, being part of an ensemble. Yeah, yeah. all the crew, like and it, it's, it, it feels like summer camp. It feels yeah, like you're, it, yeah, oh you're God, all together. Like, like just, we're here together for like two weeks, and we're we see each other every day, and it's like kind of sad when we're done, and it's just yeah. like it's just like intense bonding. And so it, it is. It, it, it's exactly yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, imagining getting to do that for like years and years and years and then be done Ugh. like like i would be totally satisfied with that and be like yeah i was the guy from such and such and uh you know hopefully voiceover is still happening but like if that's the <laughs> only thing that ever happens that's great as far as voiceover goes um i mean i think everyone's got like bucket list thing and i want to mm-hmm. hear yours because i <laughs> i do want to hear yours uh I well, one dream is to be in the I've done I've done guest spots on anime like you know cartoons I've done mm-hmm. recurring stuff on cartoons yeah um but I have not been in like the main cast like every episode like you know you are part of the yeah. main cast yeah like a, on the poster you yeah, know yeah although I mean I did I mean I did a season of Agretzico which was I mean I loved that oh, but God, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm talking yeah. like original from the start like yeah. hey. You're in the cast. It's something brand new, and you, you know something like that. That to me is like definitely one. Um, as far as just like the nerd side of me goes, like <laughs> yeah. uh, I would kill. And if you have any specifics, because I've asked this to other actors, too, right? And you don't yeah. have to share any if you don't want to, because right? Because it's always a little scary, like putting it out there, something a, specific. Yeah, you know? and I know sometimes some people think it's, it's a little like, tacky, like yeah, but, like you know, but we're not like on Twitter being like, hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, followers, this is just, like 
to tweet at them and tell them to cast me. This is no, just yeah. like, you know, Absolutely pie in the not. sky dreams, you know? Pie in the sky. Especially, yeah. Okay. I'll say, uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, if, if I can ever be in anything Ace Attorney, that <gasps> would be, that would be a dream for me because <laughs> I got my start online practicing doing dubs like you know like or like not even dub it wasn't even dubs it was just like taking dialogue from like ace attorney games and giving them voices so like if i can come full circle on that i mean also i'm a huge fan uh other than that um okay i'll say it uh and i think i think i've said this before publicly uh one piece just get me in there. Ah, just, just get me get in, him there. in there. Just because yeah. I'm a huge fan of One Piece. But don't, don't, if you're listening to this, don't, yeah, don't tag don't anyone. Tweet. Don't, no, don't no, no. tweet at them. This it's just, like, this it's is, considered is, taboo, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah. but yeah, just, just know, just know. Yeah, just know, yeah. Now, <laughs> you don't have to be, you don't have to share any of those if you want, but I would be curious to hear just your, because yeah, for me, it's just voice acting. Do as much of it as I can mm-hmm. until I'm like, like, Dead? can't do it anymore dead yeah, or yeah for, for, whatever for me, yeah. yeah i i i you know i i die or that's that's it that's pretty much it that's yeah, that's yeah. what would make me stop yeah. um yeah well you were vulnerable and open with me so i feel that i can i i, I should also share um okay. you know it's it's funny because i you know i grew up doing on camera and i still love on camera and i love god there's a part of me that just wishes that i could live in New York and do theater, you know, mm-hmm. or like just do a summer at, at the globe and, uh, you know, do Shakespeare. I just, I goddamn love Shakespeare. Um, but you know, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm living the dream. I mm. said like, I'd like to act in video games. And then <laughs> I went and did it. Like, yeah. Who- does that who says like i'm gonna do this thing and then they do it also another uh, sidebar um it's so interesting because now we're getting a generation of voice actors who specifically wanted to get into voice acting mm-hmm. and like for video games or anime or cartoons because sure. back in the day it was more something that you discovered and fell into um you know yeah. and like mm-hmm. the current legends you know sort of built that industry up you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, so so it's interesting seeing people, you know, coming into it being like, no, I want to specifically do uh, video games because, you know, you talk to some people uh, or you know, and, and in previous generations, they were like, I don't know, is considered like really, you know, low grade to do it. Like like it was something mm-hmm. you did while you were waiting for your next TV job. But like now, right. you know, it's it's people have realized how amazing all of these properties these properties in these mediums are and and yeah. it's getting a lot of the respect it deserves um still could deserve more respect for the devs and and people absolutely. behind the scenes absolutely but yeah. um that being said yeah i just feel like i'm living that dream and specifically in voiceover like i i just love narrative like to Mm -hmm. me one of the reasons i wanted to get into video game voiceover was because um we have a medium that was incepted and is growing in our lifetime like imagine being there at the advent of 
cinema, right? Sure, and sure. you get to be a part of that history and tell those stories for the first time. And now it's the this incredible, exciting new way of telling stories. And I wanted to be part of that. And I'm getting to, and, I, and I'm getting to tell stories that just weren't, you, you couldn't, you didn't have the ways of telling them before this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, I love companies that are doing that in, in really incredible ways, like like Naughty Dog, you know, Last of Us was what inspired me to sort of like actually give a give this a go. Sure. And, sure. you know, I was so fortunate to get to do some additional voices, atmospheric voices for Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. And that for me was my, well, full circle. I've, yeah. I've come full circle, you know. Yeah. Uh, which was bonkers and I got to do it with one of my best friends like Darren DePaul like who is Mm. just he's I remember like when I was just starting out in voiceover and we were like hanging out at Geek and Sundry and I was like yeah I want to do this and he's like oh you're gonna do it like you're gonna Mm. do it uh and and just yeah so so that I would love to like get to do an incredible meaty narrative like with mm. Naughty Dog or Don't Nod or like or like indie companies like did you play Her Story by Sam Barlow at all? No, but I've heard great things. Oh my god, that was so incredible. And that one's an uh, FMV, which is so unusual. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, I know this game. Yes. The mm. acting was phenomenal and to get to tell just to get to tell stories in interesting new ways and getting to tell them like face to face with other people is amazing. So mocap or uh, FMV or, you know, group recordings. That's one thing that like it's so rare in vo- in video games to get to do group recordings. Normally they just mm. give you, you know, they just give you a spreadsheet and you read down the lines and everything. Sure. And if you're lucky, sometimes you'll have reference or or sometimes a picture or sometimes the other actor reads first. And so you get their lines to feed yeah. to you. But a lot of times it's both what I love. It's a double edged sword of like I love having to like create everything from scratch in my brain Mm -hmm. like is it snowing you know how far away am I from somebody am I am I walking up a hill and I love that challenge but then also it's like you know sometimes it's just your best guess (laughs) yeah yeah, you know um love mocap it's like doing black box theater um I I just want to keep telling these stories and yeah on camera I I've been Getting to do, you know, like, I love my manager. My management company has been sending me out and getting me auditions for on-camera stuff that, like, I never thought, like, real Mm. dream franchises. Like, the dream. Like, things that I was, like, I never thought. And I haven't booked them yet, but, like, it's, you know, yeah. Like, I'm I'm still pursuing on-camera, but, yeah, I just love games and voiceover so much and Mm. and when I'm in the booth and like things are clicking and you get what they call in the pocket you know Mm. uh it's just like it's excuse me but it is better than sex you know oh hell yeah yeah. It's just like you get this rush. It's like flow. For a lot of people it's they get it when they dance or Mm. when they're like working on something and concentrating on something and it's just really in the moment and it and it's yeah, it's like <laughs> a spiritual moment, you know? Sure, sure. Um, and as for specific franchises, yeah, like the idea of originating a franchise 
with Naughty Dog, you know, or a new like a new property with Naughty Dog, or mm. um, uh, yeah. Also, Ace Attorney was on my list too. I didn't Wait, even... really? Do you play? Yeah, do you because... play Ace Attorney? Oh my god! So my friend, I was supposed to one year do my 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 best friend in uh, high school. She dressed up as Francesca von Karma for Halloween one year, and Ooh. I was supposed to do a Maya costume, but I didn't okay. like end up getting it together. I think I did Chun Li instead. Mm. Um, and then I had like the steel samurai samurai uh, ringtone oh, as my ringtone shit. for a while. Yeah, it was, and so, but it's funny because it, they those roles all got cast before I got into voiceover, and there were some things Same. where it's like, <laughs> yeah, right, like some properties where it's like, oh man, I wish I'd been like further along in my career when that happened. But I, I know. <laughs> the thing is, is that, and you are totally at this point too, where it's like, even if we miss out on something, and this is an extremely privileged thing to say, but it's like there will be a next one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just starting out, and like, there's gonna be a next one. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Which no, is I, so I know. Exciting. Oh, the fact I did not know you were an Ace Attorney fan. Oh, oh my okay. god, yes. Oh so my god, you, yes. So have you played uh, all all of them? The Edgeworth ones too. Yeah, and Apollo Justice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, shit, shit. Okay. Man, I uh, even okay. played. There was a Harvey Birdman game, but the uh, same yes. company. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. I haven't played it, but I think I own it. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard yeah. that was fun. Uh, Back well, on the this Wii. Is, this is gonna lead into my next thing because you know, <laughs> oh, we talked about like oh, yeah, acting or whatever. Who cares? Uh, let's talk about what really matters. Uh, what kind of fucking nerdy shit are you? Like, let's say <laughs> so. In your free time, what uh, if you have free time? What mm-hmm. do you? What do you? What's your shit? You know, it's so weird, and it's I, I struggled with this for a while, but like. I feel like I got so busy. I started, I'm definitely now making more games than I am playing them. And that feels weird to me. That feels so, like, uh, you know, I was like video games or tabletop games. Like, it's so weird because now that I do those things professionally, like I don't have as much time or, you know, uh, like, you know, outlet for sure. for doing them on my own. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah. Also, I'm extremely ADHD. So, but like, you know, I am. I'm still. <laughs> I do this thing where I have not finished my Last of Us two, and it's been what four months. I haven't finished my Last of Us two playthrough because there's a part of me that like doesn't want it to end. Oh, it's, it's so okay. good, and I'm like, oh, I had to wait seven years for this one. Like. What if like this is all there is? I should I should savor it. Mm, um, so okay. the weird delayed gratification thing, but yeah, just ugh, like the stories again. Narrative games are my jam. So that mm. or um, uh, like lots of little good indie games always come out that I never have time for. Like I have like <laughs> Disco Elysium still in my queue, and mm. uh, uh, God, yeah. So like like. Storytelling games, um, and uh, I love um, God. I just—it's so funny. Like, what I'm, what am I watching right now? Too. I'm. Oh, I finally started Harley Quinn. Oh God, mm, it's so. good. I hear great things. Oh, it's so good. You know, I uh, just the writing is 
killer. And Harley has been a character very close to my heart for a long time, you know, since animated series. I've used to cosplay Harley and uh, mm-hmm. really very much identified with a lot of her sort of psycho, like her issues, you know. Sure. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's just a great take on all the characters. And uh, Blind Manor, I just finally finished Blind Manor. Um, mm. Fantastic storytelling. Uh, you know, it's it's so weird though because I feel like you know I under I I have oh god this is so embarrassing I've had my PS5 since launch and I haven't had time to set it up. Like, oh what a oh poor you. Oh, I know. Okay. No. All right. All right. Oh it's, no. It's embarrassing. <laughs> And I feel like under normal circumstances, I could have made time. I could have made time. Like, back in the day, I would have, like, fired that baby up at 5 in the morning. I don't care. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. We all get old eventually. (laughs) You know, I totally get where you're coming from. Because for me, uh, video games have been replaced by board games, basically. I still play Ah, games. I still play a lot of video games. Not a lot. I I play, like, one at a time. Maybe, like, finish three a year. But I still play. But I yeah, board games has been my main thing. Uh, I don't. Do you, yeah. do you play those at all? Uh yeah. I the thing is, is that I, as I said, ADHD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, it's hard for me to sit still for them a lot. But I really mm. do enjoy them. I like like, uh, uh, Dominion sort of like deck building style. Mm-hmm. Or I really <laughs> like games that I can I mean for me it's tabletop games or you know RPGs mm, tabletop RPGs sure, sure. you know and I haven't had time again to or consistent schedule to be able to do an at home private game in like almost a decade now um mm, mm. but I love do you play much D&D or or tabletop no, RPGs No it's I I know have it's it's like the rage these days but I only yeah, have played D&D hu- once Oh man, I feel like you'd be so like there is no wrong way to play it, but I I feel like you'd be good at it if that makes sense. Just because no, like I, I I've been you know. told like oh like yeah. you'd see like I think the closest I'm getting to it is like I've been playing Divinity with a with a group, oh, which has been fun. Yeah. It was just a video game, and you know yeah. it's still a video game, but you know we make it fun and we like kind of cheese it up a little bit. But like yeah, um, oh, yeah. but I don't know. Like I'm, it's not like I'm not, it's not like I don't. I'm like not in or not a yeah, I'm not opposed to them, though, but it it's know? like it's a thing where I'm like it is a lot of time investment. Mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. see, I mean, my wife is really into D and D now, and she just got into it pretty recently, like maybe a couple several months ago. She started ah. a campaign with her friend, or yeah, like she her friend is DMing a campaign with her friends, and they're like really she's like falling deep deep into it. Oh and she keeps heck try, yeah! She keeps trying to get me to like. Play and I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, it sounds fun, but I don't know. I, I, yeah, it I, is honestly. Yeah. It's a time commitment and an energy commitment, and you know, I mean, I would say if you like that, you would probably have fun just like jumping in as an NPC once mm. in a while or something, mm. you know, and like work yeah. with the DM to come up with that where you're just like, you know. Along for the ride occasionally. Um, Yeah, Mm. I just, I loved that. Like, I grew up playing them. I remember, 
um, in high school, in sophomore year, a friend handed me uh, the third edition Dungeons and Dragons Player's Handbook and said, I think you'd really like this game. It's kind of like, you know, mm. acting and only only with rules. And I was like, okay. And I read it and it was just so much fun and I didn't have a group to play with. That was mm. like considered like the nerdiest of the nerdy oh, um, yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. But so right. I couldn't find a group to play with me until like maybe a year or two later. Um, but I would just keep making characters because I loved the idea of building characters in a world, you know, and, and mm. like figuring out who they are and what their motivations were and their backstory. Um, and, uh, you know, I was also writing Elvish poetry at the time. So, you know, mm. that, that, all, that all sort of factored into it. But, sure. yeah, and now um, I've been <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to get to play you know, and tell these, it's like collaborative storytelling and I've gotten to play with some of the best and, and, and most engaging storytellers and actors in the world. And that's, mm. that's such a gift, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so there's that, but like, I feel like in my free time when I do it on my own, it's just like, I, I don't have as much time and, you know, everybody mm. gets distracted easy. So, you know, the times that I get to play are, uh, you know, for, for live streams, which, you know, there's a there's a real beauty to that as well, which I love. Yeah. I mean you're yeah, listen, so you're you're getting your fill you're getting your fill. You're getting oh, to yeah. play, yeah, oh, some yeah. of the best tabletop. Oh my god. Uh yeah. at least from my perspective, some of the best tabletop shit. So I think yeah. I think you can no be complaints. Rested. No complaints. Yeah, I, no, here. I think yeah. you're like you don't have to feel bad if you're not doing it in your free time. You're you're doing yeah. it. Uh yeah. that's it's fucking rad that you're just you get you get to do it for an audience like that's super cool. Yeah, and it's funny. I mean, you said like you only finish a couple video games a year, and yeah, I've gotten to that point. Whereas I used to just like tear through games, you know, and just mm-hmm. spend hours and hours and hours playing games. I think I had like hundreds of hours logged in Witcher Three. I think mm-hmm. and just you know, it's so odd not doing it, but you know, I just feel so lucky I get to do all of this professionally. Sure, uh, I do think just one last thing about D and D. I think. I think I would be more interested in actually DMing. Oh, I think heck yeah. That's, that's what I think would, but I don't want to learn all that shit. That's the only <laughs> obstacle. You like, know, I would I would suggest, and for you and for listeners who want that experience of like storytelling, um, but it is, it is like a job. It is a full-time mm. job and hats off to any DMs and GMs listening. There are other systems that uh, are a lot less uh, sort of prep heavy. Things mm. like Honey Heist or there's like literally like a sheet of rules. Um, like one sheet where you like do it. And like Honey Heist is like where you are a bear. Uh, you, you're a bunch of bears on a heist and you have two stats, which are bear and criminal, you know, and you have to pull <laughs> okay. off a Honey Heist. And so you can tell your story a lot more free form that way, or, or even um, dread. I uh, I was very fortunate to to play Sagas of Sen- to be in a show Sagas of Sundry Dread, where Ivan Van Norman. It's like you tell a horror story as the uh, storyteller, and mm. then when people want to do something and they have conversations or act out scenes, um, and then if they want to do something instead of rolling a dice or looking at stats, they have to pull a block from a Jenga tower, and that. Uh-huh. It's like if you're the last person to pull the block from the Jenga tower before it falls, you're either dead or have gone mad. Um, Ah. And so it's like replicates the feeling of being in a horror movie. And it's like low impact, but it's about storytelling, you know? That's cool. Yeah, there's tabletop for everybody. 
I think there's, it's probably just a matter of time till I, I'm sure I'll dip my toes into some sort of, because I've, again, a lot of friends, really, and my wife also, who are very into, yeah. the, into it. Didn't sure you'll I, get bullied into playing eventually. Uh, people don't bully me into anything, I'll just say that. <laughs> but did I, oh, yeah. I saw I you way. on the cover of, uh, on one of those, right? Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, which I, one was uh, for it? Altered Carbon, for That's Altered right. Carbon, like That's Ivan, right. who again ran Madness for me, and and you know we've worked together for years with Geek and Sundry. He just like texted me one day and he's like, "Hey, do you want to be the cover model for the Altered Carbon RPG book?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, yeah? Uh, yeah." And so a lot of my friends are that like. Look, we have all my friends are sexy. Like everybody, everybody <laughs> I know is just incredibly good looking, you know. Mm, and mm. Uh, so, like, they're like that whole book is like full of my friends, you know. Oh, and because wow. all of us just went to this like uh, you know photography studio and got and got cyber, and he was like, just bring all your cyberpunk stuff, and we did, <laughs> and it was rad. Yeah, I remember. I I believe I saw you announce it. And I was like, yeah. that's cool. I don't really know. What, I know kind of what that is. But right, then I right. saw it in the, it was either in the wild or like, because I'm in oh. the, the board games or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was on some website and I was like, oh, that's what this is. It's a it's a <laughs> game book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And at the time I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I don't know what that is. And then I was like, oh, it's tangent. It's related to kind of like a board game. And yeah, I was like, oh, wait, that's Erica on the cover of that. Oh, <laughs> I just, oh, I probably man. sound like one of your parents or something right now. Just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Okay, uh, so what do your, okay, oh man, we, we've been like, well, this, this like almost an hour, huh? But like, what do your parents think? What does your family think of it? You know? Of I would love to know your answer to this. I'll go yeah. first. Uh, yeah. Oh, so it's, so, I mean, in terms of the voice acting or the internet stuff or everything? Just anything. Or like, do they, do they get it all? And do they like, are they super proud of you? You know? Oh, oh, I mean, they are extremely proud, even though, hey, Omoni, if you're listening to this, oh, you still want me to go to law school? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, there was, so it was interesting, like, and I, I'm not sure if I've talked about this, at least on this podcast, but uh, when uh, there was a point where I told them, like, or at least like, hey, aunt, like, I, I, I know what I want to do, and it's voice mm-hmm. acting. And I'm going to go for it. And this was not at a period where it was like things were like skyrocketing or anything. Right. Like things were yeah. going things were going pretty good online, but still not like what it were like where I'm at now. Like, mm-hmm. but I could tell there was growth and I could tell that there was momentum. And, you know, I, I think I maybe booked a couple indie games or something. And like, you know, my audience was starting to grow. And I was like, so, uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, I have uh, uh on the Asian parent scale, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, the, um, that's the unspoken question here. The right? unspoken. So they're not, <laughs> they're not like super strict or anything. They're uh-huh. like, but they were. It was more like a, hey, we just want to make sure that you get like a job or like blah 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 blah. You know that whole right. thing, right? So have right. you ever thought about going to graduate school or going to this? And I, in my mind, I'm like, fuck no. I know what I want to do. <laughs> um, but it, you know, there was this. There was definitely like a pressure of like. Hey, are you gonna like quote unquote get a real job? Because they right, didn't know yeah. anything about what I was doing. Like I was working, I I had another job, yeah. um, and I but all the online stuff, 
and even the vo- and the voice acting stuff, I kind of kept a secret. I was like, wow. you know, I don't until I like, I guess, quote unquote, make it, make it. I wasn't. Right. I was like, I'm just gonna work on this and work on this and see. And you know, even though this is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And there was also like at the time I was like. Uh, you know, I'm sure you also experienced this, this years of like, am I ever gonna fucking make is this ever yeah. gonna happen? Like, oh my god, yeah. Like, what were you? you know, what you, was your day job, if you don't mind me asking? Oh yeah, sure. I I was a Eng- English as a second language tutor. Oh great, yeah. yeah I know. A lot so of I worked with I worked with uh, a lot of especially a lot of Korean kids uh, oh. of a wide age range, and so that was what I was I was doing that for years. On right, the side. And then you were finally ready to kind of tell your parents that and just sort of that's a big step, though, you know, kind of admitting saying it out loud, you know? Yeah. No, I remember I still very distinctly remember uh, the night I was like, I think maybe uh, uh, I don't remember what brought it up, but I was like, OK, so I explained to them I have I have like an audience. This is what I want to do with my life. I know I want to voice act. And wow. I think think it's going somewhere like if i'm being frank if it was just like zero momentum maybe i would have given up uh but because i could see that there was actually growth even if it was small even if it was you know little by little i was like i okay it is going somewhere even though i can't like be like hey guys i'm you know supporting myself with it at you know at the time i was not but i was like you know Mm -hmm. i but I sat down with them and I was like, so this is what it is. Uh, this is my dream. And there is actual progress I can tell. And then very unexpectedly, I think my mom was kind of like, mm, okay. But my dad, who, <laughs> I mean, she was, I mean, again, my mom is very supportive, but I, I'm teasing. But like my dad, this really <laughs> surprised me and touched me where he was like, is this something that like 20 30 years from now you would you you would look back and go I wish I had yeah. gone for it and I said yes and he said then you should go for it and oh. I was not expecting that answer at all it meant a lot to me and I'm lucky you know a lot of parents are yeah. going to be like no <laughs> you're going to yeah. go to fucking graduate school like and then again <laughs> my mom was still like okay well well, but I, they did. Just they so just you know, you be happy. No, they, of oh course, God. that's the thing. And listen, they're my my parents are you know they immigrated here, and I understand one hundred percent. It's like yeah. they worked their asses off. They just want me to have a good life, right? Yeah. A good you know life, and not have to worry about myself. Um, so I, I like I could not begrudge them for like what they want, like what they were put. Right. But they didn't know. To be fair, I didn't I didn't bring it up. They had no idea I wanted to do any of this. Um, and so, uh, I give a lot of credit to them for, you know, supporting me. And then I, th- I, I think maybe a, maybe a year or two later, maybe like a year later or two, I don't know. But anyway, it, uh, YouTube started to take off and that was wow. very unexpected. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it happened. No joke. The evening of Christmas Eve at like mi- like close to midnight, I just whoa, yeah, it was like a Christmas miracle. It was literally I <gasps> like I was like whoa, I'm getting like a lot of views for some reason. This is very weird. At the time, I had 
very like i don't know like maybe 20k subscribers or something right yeah and i don't know something like that respectable but like respectable but like you you know like this is not you're not living off of this yeah and then i noticed that like the numbers are going i'm like wait i for me i never thought i would ever hit 100k to me, a hundred k was like that's impossible. How right. can anybody that's do not that a number ever? That exists. Yeah, that's not a number right. that exists. And so I watched these numbers go up, and I was like, "What? What was it? Do you do you know why? Like, or what video so, was it? It was the video. I don't know how familiar I'm with my stuff. But there's a video where I'm singing "Take on Me," and for some reason, it just went quote unquote just. I must have been on Reddit or something, or wow. people just start. It was, and it was not even a new video. It was, I think, up for, like, a couple months, I think. But then it just started taking off. And to be fair, at this point, I had had, like, you know, Tumblr and Vine. I had pretty decent audiences on there. Oh. But you don't make fucking jack shit on those Vine. websites. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But YouTube, I was like, oh, like, an audience is growing. And I have no idea what's yeah. happening. But it's starting to grow. Like, and I've, I've been having, I had a YouTube channel for, like, you know, 10 years or whatever. Uh, just slowly putting stuff on there. And I was like, okay, years, well, this is a wow. fluke. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll go back. I'll try with YouTube, I guess. And then, like, things started to take off. And then it was like, oh, like, I can, I don't, I can quit my job, like, just off YouTube. Uh, That was maybe 2016 or something. And then uh, it just, it just kind of snowballed. And again, like, YouTube was just this weird accident. I think Santa, I guess, just was like, I feel bad for this guy. There you go. Like, um, have, a just, career. Yeah, oh, have a YouTube career. Have a YouTube career. I was like, thanks. Uh, and then uh, I was like, shit, well, all right. Now that I can support myself this way, uh, now I'm going to go even harder for the voiceover. Have I told you about the live action thing i was almost in. yes i actually okay, okay, okay. was the one who asked you about it because uh, i knew somebody who was like oh i suggested uh someone for this and i was like really oh my god that would be amazing and so i think uh, i asked you about it interesting and, okay. god, i have not yeah. said i don't think i've said publicly what it was because i don't no, know but anyway like, i'm devastated that you were not that, that uh, it was not you but you were uh, so uh, close uh, <laughs> it was. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. But yeah, like, and, I've, talk and, I, and, and I've referenced like this thing that whatever, <laughs> and so it was like I almost got that, and then I was like, well, I was prepared to basically move to LA just for yeah. this, and I, so yeah, I talked I to that. talked to that my was... wife, and I was like, well, where are we? I this is something I know I've been wanting to do, and I going touching back on something we've talked about, like. I keep seeing these things that keep getting cast, and like, I wish yep. I was there. I wish I was there. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I think it's. And then she was like, you know, because she's an artist, and she and she was like, yeah, we, I think it's time. So we like, basically spent the next year prepping for that, and then, like, lo- just for very fortunately enough, this this was after I decided to move. I was like, I'm gonna move, and we were making preparations, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, uh, my current agent emails me like hey you want to like uh have a meeting with uh caa and i was like (laughs) i was like okay this is not gonna go anywhere uh and then um they i was expecting to like have to like do a song and dance be like please think that i'm worth anything but they were like now but they were auditioning for you at that point but then i got into the meeting with them and they were like oh no we want you we're good yeah Yeah, what do you want to do and i was like what the fuck is going on here and then i was (laughs) 
Um, but I, I give a lot of credit to my agent Peter for he he was pretty new to the company. He had I think he had only recently wow. started working there, but he was familiar with me, knew what I like like saw my stuff. He's like, you know, oh, this kid's got something or whatever. And then <laughs> yeah. like he took a chance. Like he he brought he was like, I don't know, I can't promise you anything, but I can set up a meeting. Um after we had like we'd had like a conversation about like what are your aspirations? Like, what do you want to do? Like, it was like an hour long, like just phone wow, call yeah. with him. Wow. And then I was like, this is, I want to do voiceover. This is when I want to do that sort of thing. And then, uh, so, I mean, after that, I was like, well, I'm definitely moving now. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. And it was also around that time uh, that uh, I booked uh, OKKO, which is the Cartoon Network thing. Right. I, had, yeah, I, yeah. Flew, I flew out for that. Oh, I my flew, goodness. I flew to L.A., to record that and then i was like well I, I can't do this i cannot fly back and forth for this yeah. kind of shit so it's like all right like th- certain a couple things happened in a row and i was like all right yeah let's uh let's do it uh and uh, uh it worked out yeah and the <laughs> you know, thing is out. is that like and people you know like if you hear any sort of like one of those points you know mm-hmm. it's like it sounds like a cinderella story but it's mm. kind of not it's that's you had I mean, you had had, as you said, like a YouTube channel for 10 years, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you'd been making your own content, which is that's hard and time consuming and like while working a day job. And, you know, when you had the meeting with CAA, like you had your stuff ready, you had your goals laid out, you had mm-hmm. like the acting chops, you know, from from doing all of all of your stuff on your own. And mm-hmm. it's just I, you know. I again yeah so I one of the imposter syndrome things is because like you know I the people in my immediate world were like legends you know I mm. uh, and I was like well I'm just a baby starting out I'm just a little baby sure. uh, so and but they gave me the time of day and like you said like your agent you know they took chances on me and Mm-mm. you know I remember Rob Paulson uh, put me on his uh, podcast, Talking Tunes. I remember that. Ran into each other in the hallway at, uh, you know, Geek and Sundry Nerdist. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and he like listened to my demo and was like, oh, okay, like this is what my agent says, you know? And, you know, Mm -hmm. I just like completely unprompted, but. You know, and I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm nobody." You know, I'm I'm nobody, and like I am just starting out. He's like, "No, I want you know people to see what it's like." You know, like as a young woman in voiceover starting out, like, and and you know, he was so kind, and he sort of allayed those fears, and he said something like, "Uh, uh you know." luck is or that uh, success is where luck meets preparation Mm, 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 you know because he was like well you know yeah like we just happened to sort of meet each other in the hallways here but you had a demo to hand me and you Mm. know and I'm like okay okay yeah no that's that's okay so you know I'm always grateful to him and to agents and friends and you know just people who took a chance on me um and it's great hearing your story. Like your story is so great, and it's like ah, it is. It's well, just this perfect well, storm. Yeah, yeah. Two things that you prepared for. Two, th- yeah. What you? Ju- <laughs> I was just about to bring up that same quote, but yeah, like I will say uh, that all that was preceded by four years of me. I graduated from college twenty twelve and went. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I want to do voice <laughs> yeah. acting. How the fuck? Yeah. So I started from zero. You know, yeah. I nobody knew who the fuck I was. And I, I it was uh, 2012 to like 2015. That was just three years of grind, pure grind. Yeah. I don't know if I've told you what I did in that period. Have no. I? I started a voice seen- acting Tumblr and I posted oh. one audio post a day. Wow. For three years, because I was like, and I had no, and I brought this up on the podcast, but I had no followers. Nobody knew who I was. It was just like my friends, like five people followed me, and I was like, all I know is that I want to do this, and uh, I'm just gonna practice and get to that point. Like I, you know, and in the beginning I was dog shit. Like you know, I was <laughs> of course not everybody good at all. starts out like yeah, that. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's, you know, I was absolutely uh, terrible. Uh, not, <laughs> no, I was pretty bad, and so. That three, that was like three years. That was like locking myself in the hyperbolic time chamber from Dragon Ball Z yeah. and just like, yeah. and obviously I could have, if I had access to it, classes would have been faster, <laughs> but right, yeah. this was almost like my own like self-teaching, like I'm going to do, I'm going to learn to be good at this just by doing it literally. And I mean, I'm talking every, every day. I'm not exaggerating. Day. Holidays. I was like, I I did something every day, and I give a lot of credit to um like there are creators who like had audiences. Like I would do like dubs of their web comic. Like Lackadaisy mm-hmm. was a comic I love. I and I still I freaked out when because you don't understand. Like I yeah. read Lackadaisy like back in yeah. high school, and mm-hmm. I just was like obsessed with it. And I love the art style. I was like, boy, I would give anything for this to be an animation. Like, and I'd love to mm-hmm. be part of it. And then they like out and come out with like the Kickstarter, and I was like, oh my god. And <laughs> Sungwon's in it. Oh my god, he's the perfect casting for that character. Ah. I love that. That's Lackadaisy. one of those crazy Amazing. full circle things where uh, uh, I did Lackadaisy dubs in like 2013 or something, as no a, just kidding. as a fan. And so wow. Tracy reblogged them, and that was a big help for my for my like uh, getting any audience at all. Incredible! Like she was very very like kind enough to like share that stuff. And I in Mordecai I did very like they're still on YouTube. I did Mordecai oh fan dubs. I did I did all the character all the male characters, but I did all of them. And then for the Lackadaisy movie, I get an email from uh, the director, and they were like, "Hey, yeah, are you like interested? Because like <laughs> Tra- Tracy uh, says that you are like the." her what she envisions the character to sounding like and i'm like what like um it was it was and this was like you know what this year last year and i was like this is the craziest shit to like 20 like i have i would credit (laughs) lackadaisy fan dubs as like what helped me get anywhere and then being being told by the creator, oh, you are the person, your voice for that character is what she envisioned. Like, I, it was very surreal. Wow. Uh, like, I'm tearing uh, up, like, thinking about this. Amazing. <laughs> so, again, I, so, like, I wanted to say, I really wanted to be like, yeah, listen, like, for people listening to this, 
that was like four years of me yeah. uh, working my ass off and lying. And Anne-Marie, my wife, can attest to this. Just like us lying in bed and me like lying, at, like, staring at the ceiling and go, am I wasting my time? <laughs> like, I, yeah. is, I, I, maybe I really should just give up. Like, I don't know if this is ever going to take off at all. Um, and then like, and another point I'm about to make before I ask you one last thing is, uh, <laughs> um, uh, oh yeah, preparation. Like if yeah. I had, let's say I had like become like a viral star or something in 2012 or like really young and oh, then God, I had been, yeah. and, and then I had been asked to like, Hey, do you want to audition or do you want to come in for something? Oh. I know, oh, think no. about that too. Oh, it would have been yeah. so bad. And they're like, this kid sucks. And good luck, kid. Like, <laughs> I got my opportunities at the exact, like, I had worked to the point where I was like, I can do this. I can't, yeah. even though I was nervous yeah. as fuck, like, you know, going into my first opportunities, I was like, but I know I can do this. As opposed to if it had been like three years before, wow, they would have been like, "What a joke!" Um, <laughs> so, yeah, again, it's like you have to work your ass off to be like, yeah. "Oh, it's just a simple, like for example, like same thing for you, like, oh, just uh, Rob, you know, it's not just Rob Paulson like <laughs> ran into you, but like if you were bad, like right? yeah. it, it would, no, it would, nothing would have happened, like yeah. you know, it's yeah. you have to be prepared and get the skill set." to once once the opportunity does come your way and i tell this to a lot of people like hey like you know you want to be a voice actor you need to start getting good to the point where like if someone asks you to step in yeah you don't want to choke because mm-hmm. it will look really bad if you right. choke and like, like people- you know we we've all had our like you know bad auditions and everything yeah. and like blown opportunities but like you know you know you prepare for the next one and you, you learn and everything and for me that sort of took the form of oh yeah a little like granular pro tip like take improv kids mm-hmm. like oh my god anybody who's listening just improv helped for voiceover for uh you know for for being online and being a host like for interviews it just like it helped me listen better in real life mm. you know just improv so i mean i did improv and then i was at uh the strasburg the method school you know <laughs> so yeah and that actually super helped with like space work and getting into character sure. when you have nothing but a booth you know so yeah like and just i my my hat is off to you, sir. I just, the idea of like doing, you know, your 10,000 hours, like you did your 10,000 hours on your own, you know, without mm. any help. And that is, and you wanted it so badly. You just worked so hard for it. Uh, that just makes me even like more happy and weirdly <laughs> proud, you know, just that I, you're I, doing it. I appreciate that. And I, I feel like I took up way too much time on my end. I want to know the <laughs> question, know. same question back to you. About your parents, because I am actually very curious. <laughs> right, right, right. That's yeah. what I started. What, what, how did they, re- I mean, I guess you had an acting experience as a child, yeah. but I, I would like to know your experience with your, oh, with your yeah. parents. Oh, yeah, okay, so, um, yeah, get ready for me to take up some time. No, um, I part. actually come from uh, a, a uh, entertainment family, so oh, okay. my grandpa, um, before World War II, and he was interned, um, he worked at Disney as an animator. 
Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so on Fantasia, on Dumbo. Um, then he worked at UPA, like Mr. Magoo and Gerald McBoing Boing kind of stuff. Mm. He did the, he's the Chris Ishii that did the um, animated sequence in Annie Hall. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so, you know, he, you know, he, he did that. And then my dad was a camera assistant. He, like, my dad was... He, you know, early acceptance MIT, then he dropped out to do philosophy, and then he ended up, like, he was a camera assistant. He worked on Star Trek Voyager when I was growing mm. up, Lois and Clark, um, you know, just tons of stuff. And my mom was an editor. They met, she, you know, she, like, used to roll with Lucas and the, George Lucas and the boys but up in wow. Marin County. And, like, so, you know, like, they, you know, were a Hollywood family. And so when I was, showed sort of, like, signs of being really extroverted when I was younger, they were like, oh, maybe she would enjoy acting, you know? I, mm. I played pretend all the time, you know? And I made up voices for my dolls. And so they put me into acting to see if I liked it. And I just, like, I booked, like, half of what I went out for because mm. I just was this, you know, outgoing, charismatic kid, you know? Sure. And so I was so lucky that they supported me every step of the way and when I was like oh, I kind of don't want to do this anymore like you know it's just it became a lot because I was also doing violin and we mm. moved a little further away from the city so you know it was just a lot and I was not feeling myself because you know ugly duckling teen mm. but you know like and they were like okay you don't want to do it anymore that's fine you will we will support you in what you want to do Sure. Um, and that is so rare. And yeah, honestly, it is kind of rare for a, a lot of, you know, Asian American parents to, you know, not to be stereotypical, but yeah, the sort of whole idea of they are immigrants and they worked super hard and they just want their mm -hmm. child to have a better life. And, but my parents, I mean, you know, I'm fourth generation Japanese American, you know, and mm. during World War II, they had to get super American. Mm. Um, I'm part... Chinese and Indian too, but you know, that's, that's like, you know, I didn't know that side as well, mm. but I was very fortunate to have extremely supportive parents. And when I went back to acting, you know, after graduating from UCLA, I, I had full support, you know, from my family mm. and, and, you know, I just now, and also same with being online. Like, my mom, I don't know, she, you know, still has some trouble, but she was subscribed to my Twitch channel, you know? <laughs> wow. And she, like, would donate for my charity streams, you know? Uh, I think she, her, like, she was, like, Pokemama was, was her handle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is, like, I, you know, so wonderful and rare. And, you know, she would try to have to, have to try to explain to her friends what I did, you know? And, mm. like, she'd be like, well, you know, she, like, plays video games. And then, like, when I started voice acting, they'd be like, oh, do we know her from everything, from anything? And I'm like, eventually I was like, mom, just tell them I do Fortnite. Tell them I play Fortnite <laughs> professionally. And, and they'd be like, oh, okay, I understand. Uh, and then now that I'm actually in Fortnite, it's like she's mm. able to say, like, Fortnite. And they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your kid, your kids probably play as her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I just have been so fortunate in that way. And yeah, like I, in some ways, you know, they wanted me, like we value education very highly in my family. But, mm. you know, my mom dropped out of Stanford to start working in the film industry. And, mm. you know, my dad sort of dropped out of higher education to work in the film industry. And so, you know, like they were like, well, you know, go through college and do what you want to do. But, you know, 
um, you know, just have a sort of something safe too, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and so it's funny, it's almost in the opposite direction. Like when I saw that Aquafina was going to be hosting the SNL, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get a text from my mom. God damn it. And she texts and she's like, you know, you could have been the, <laughs> the, the first Asian in 20 years to host SNL. Like, you're just as good as her. Like, I believe in you, which sounds like amazing. But also I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to disappoint mom. And she's not disappointed, but I'm just like, oh, she's so supportive. God damn it. That's uh, great. <laughs> although I, it would be fun, you know, maybe maybe years from now when I when I have an incredible like A list Hollywood career, we can pretend that like she, you know, overcame her prejudices against me in the entertainment industry and make for some real good like <laughs> cosmopolitan <laughs> interviews, right? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, and and you know, acting as so after after I graduated from UCLA. I okay. Ooh, talk about grind. Um mm. for like four years afterwards, I was like working uh odd jobs. I worked as like a temp for a tax agency, which which was terrifying and hellish. Mm. Mm. Um I worked at catering where we work we would work like 16 hour days. Mm. Um and then we'd like go out and do karaoke, sleep a couple hours and then go do it again during business busy season. Mm -hmm. Um I worked at like I just did so many different odd jobs like top violin, I you know, did tutoring. I just mm. did whatever whatever I could. I auditioned. I decided I wanted to do a uh, drama graduate school. I auditioned for 10 schools and got into none of them. Mm. Um, so uh, anybody else who gets discouraged about those kinds of things that don't don't worry, it can also work out for you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was it was like kind of a dark time of the soul, you know. I mm, had those yes. nights lying awake, you know, and I, I lived with my mom for for a while after that, you know, for mm, four mm. years after college, being like, "What am I doing? Like, am I making any headway?" But at the same time, you know, I was still going, taking classes. You know, I it, they were very expensive classes. Um, sure, I did them, and I was meeting people in the industry where I wanted to work. Kind of by accident, though, actually. That was more like we all kind of cosplayed and went to the same parties together. <laughs> well, that's still um, valid. It's still, yeah. And um, so, you know, there was a long grind of maybe six years or something. Mm. Um, I was working at catering crazy hours, like saving up a lot of money. Um, and, you know, this is actually something I don't know that I've talked about. And it's, you know, something I think that is actually important for people to hear mm. that, um, and to and to sort of admit is that when um, I was at catering, um, mm. my partner that I was living with at the time, um, he said, like, I will give you I will let you stay here at my house, like rent free um, mm. for a year while you're pursuing acting. You know, mm. and, okay. you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, you know, you could have tried it. And I. Uh, there's a part of me that hated doing that because I was oh I've always been very independent and financially independent and everything, sure. and I didn't want to be like oh reliant on anybody, mm. um, but you know I was like well I've saved up a lot of money and I've been at this grind for a long time and I already like you I said like I there was some progress you know I had already yeah. started doing you know like 
extra YouTube stuff. And, you know, I, I had already sort of like started down that path and done my classes and, mm-hmm. you know, landed an agent who ultimately was terrible. But, you know, I, I had, you know, gr- done the grind on my own. And I was like, okay, if I pass up this opportunity, I'll always regret it. I know. And so I did. And before the year was up, I was working with Geek and Sundry and hosting started paying my bills. And Mm -hmm. then voiceover started happening. And, you know, and then voiceover, I got too busy with voiceover to to do a lot of hosting and RPG stuff anymore. And Mm. it just all snowballed. And there were so many little steps along the way of like, oh, somebody ended up, you know, putting me in the casting pool for this. Or, oh, um... I ended up going to this workshop or, oh, this one agent took a chance on me. Mm. Um, You know, all the little breaks along the way. And I could point to any one of them and be like, well, yeah, that was kind of just luck. And, you know, same with having uh, a support. Like some people have had parents, you know, support them financially or, Mm. you know, some sort of help. And and I did. And, you know, that is a privilege. I was so privileged starting out having the support of my parents, like having the moral support of my family, um, you know, being in Los Angeles already, um, Mm. having a partner that, you know, meant I didn't have to worry about rent. Like, Mm. I'm extremely privileged for all of that. But, you know, I I remember the grind of worrying, like, do I deserve all of this? Did I, Mm. you know, did did I earn this, actually? Um, Am I any good at all? Um, And I think it's taken me a a while to sort of crawl out of them to be like, no, I worked for this. Like, I remember, you know, just... Like, one time I took a non-union job, and I did 800 lines in one day. Wow. Of voice, of, like, call-outs, like, battle chatter call-outs, oh, you know? Oh, God. Yes, yeah, okay. so it's, like, six hours, something like six or seven hours of that, and we just, like, knocked it all out. Mm. And, you know, I mean, to give you a frame of reference, I mean, it's, like... No, nowadays, you know, with union stuff, I'm like, I wrote because it's like two to four hours or something a day, and they have mm-hmm. like a limit on how many lines you're you're you can do, and just I was just like, no, I want this so bad, and so I did that, and I have like hundreds and hundreds of gigs of failed auditions on my computer, and I keep them all sort of to mm-hmm. go back and hear where yeah, I, I came from, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's. You know, kind of wild to know. If you mind, or I hope you don't mind if I ask, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 34. Okay. And when yeah. did how old you, are you? Gr- I am 29. And when oh my did you God, grad- you're a baby. What? When did you Oh, wait, graduate? no, I'm not 34. I'm 33. Oh, God. I'm 33. I'm, t- I'm okay. 34 next year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and when, when did you graduate? Um, God, uh, 2009, 2009. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. I just feel like a lot there's a lot of parallels because for me like I also like lived at home for, after college for like yeah a, a, oh, several you did because I had to save money right yeah like I had to yeah. save money uh I so I saved money just from my from my other job for like you know years and years and years and then and then yeah. I moved and then I moved out so I'm just listening to a lot of the stuff you're saying I was like man 
I was, I was just like, it'd be funny if we were just doing this at the exact same time. But, <laughs> I <laughs> but, love this. But, but it, it's similar. It, it's pretty close, like a pretty close it time is. frame. And like, um, wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I, I feel, I feel a, a, a kinship a here. Kindred, like, yeah, the, you are a kindred spirit, you know? Yeah, in, a kin, yeah, absolutely. In yeah. like our goals and our dreams and our paths it is so wild because I always felt like a little bit of an outsider in that regard because a lot of you know my peers uh or or people you know that are just just ahead of like a generation ahead of me all sort of came from you know they did like a you know drama school background or like you know were actors and then mm. you know came up through there and then came up through uh the ranks in voiceover and then found internet fame you know mm, and yeah. i just felt i i just like you know i would occasionally worry like oh man i did it backwards right but i know exactly how you feel yeah mm-hmm. yeah and but then i was like oh wait you did that you did that <laughs> like and you have reached that certain level where you're like you know it, you know what in this town it is so small and and as we said like everybody talks and you know sure. once you're kind of in you're in and so now people know you as an actor for mm. sure Mm. Um, no matter, you know, where your origin is. And everybody, like, I've I've interviewed so many voice actors, and a lot of them, yeah, got their start, you know, they came here to be in a band, or they did musical mm. theater, or mm. uh, other kinds of theater, or, or TV, and they fell into this, or child actors, or, you know, everybody kind of had a different origin story for voiceover. Um, yeah. Because there's not... To my knowledge, there's still not any sort of like college programs or drama programs that specialize in it, which there should. Um, yeah, there should. And people would want that, I'm sure. But uh, mm. yeah, oh my gosh, that's so bonkers. Like, and hearing your story and just like how hard you worked, and and it's just, I don't know. It in some ways it feels validating for me, you know. This is validating for me as well to hear your story. So we're valid. Oh, Co-validation. Co- yeah. Yay! I have one final, final question, and that is favorite Ace Attorney character. Oh, God. That's hard. I think I really love Francisca von Karma. Mm, like, maybe it's just because, like... I don't know. I kind of have a thing for her. I mean, I do. Like, <laughs> look, everybody's really young, but I was also very young when I was playing. Hey, she is so, yeah, eighteen, yeah. I believe, and older, so yes, it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. Just like she's so great. Like I don't know. I just and I love her aesthetic and yeah. Oh, she's so cool. Um. I you know there, there's the always the they call it the bisexual dilemma. I was like, do I want to be that person or be with that person? <laughs> mm. um, it's great, and I just like everybody's so genuine. The writing's so good in that game. Mm. Ugh, yeah. How, how's who's who's yours? Edgeworth. I love Edgeworth. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, he's, he's such a dork. I love him. He's, he's such like a secret best. dork. Ah. Oh man. Well. This has been great. I thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Uh, like, feel feel like this was like almost therapeutic in some ways. It like, was. <laughs> it was. I feel like 
we have so much more to talk about. We should probably do this not even on a podcast. Uh, like, I know, right? We should yeah. just like try and hang out. Like you're this was great. Yeah, this this did feel like therapy. Yeah. Um, uh, thank where, you so much for having me. Of on. course. Uh, where can people uh, find you? Um, I'm at Erica Ishii on Twitter, E R I K A I S H I I, and the Erica Ishii on Instagram. Um, mm. Oh my gosh! Like, and I mean, I I just remember, like, you know, normally everything's under NDA, but I got permission to to say that I'm in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, great. Ruth Zeng and, and a couple of other characters, and it's like, that's out next week, which is like, ah, oh, my God. I've been waiting for this for so long. Um, that's great. Yeah, it's just been, it's just good. Yeah, I'm on Twitter a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, thank you. Thank you so no, much. This was yeah, fantastic. Uh, thank you. This has been great.